Hello, and welcome to Wildman Steve's Record Shop, a weekly podcast featuring artists talking about and performing their music in my studio or from a previously made recording. I'm your host, Wildman Steve, and this is episode two featuring Jack Barksdale. Jack Barksdale is a 12-year-old singer-songwriter from Texas. Inspired by folk, rock, and blues legends, Jack started performing original music at the age of nine and has already shared the stage with Ray Wiley Hubbard, Bruce Robeson, Will Kimbrough, and Hayes Carl. He's been called a musical phenomenon, a Texas force, a singer-songwriter beyond his years, an old soul, and amazing to watch. Based in Fort Worth, Texas, he tours nationally playing guitar, slide, harmonica, mandolin, piano, and ukulele, but identifies first and foremost as a songwriter. This interview was conducted May 26, 2019, when Jack was still 11 years old. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Welcome to the record shop. It's good to see you. Oh, it's great to see you, man. I'll tell you what. Oh, I had so much fun at your show last night with uh, my good friend Tony Brooke. Yes, that was amazing. Did I you have it. a lot of fun doing that? I did. Man, yes. you were just tearing it up playing, you know, lead over Tony's songs like like you had heard them before. Well, <laughs> well it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fun. Yeah, we everybody had fun. I love no it. No doubt about it. But uh, okay, Jack, uh, you are um, a pretty freaky guy. No doubt about it. You have a very wonderful gift, and I wondered where you know what was the what was the thing that made you want to pick up the guitar the first time. Well, the first thing that made me want to learn guitar. Well, when I was four, my parents got me a toy guitar just to play around with, uh-huh. and I strummed it, and it sounded terrible. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to learn how to make an instrument sound good, and I thought that would be a cool thing to do. So uh, I asked for guitar lessons, uh, but my hands are too small. Oh, man. So uh, I waited until I was seven, then... I finally got guitar lessons, and I just loved it so much that I kept doing it. Cool. And and you started performing in front of people when you were nine, is that right? Uh, yes. Wow. What was it like that first time getting getting up on stage? Where you, did you have stage fright? Were you nervous? Uh, no, not really, because I don't, I don't think I thought about it that much to get nervous. <laughs> uh, I just went up and played like, that was fun. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that is... Uh, that is so cool because, I mean, even I was nervous the first time I got on stage, but I found that the minute I opened my mouth and said a word, it went away, you know, and just, and then, and, you know, the rest is history. I've been yapping ever since. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, so, so you're playing all over, uh, you're from Texas, but you guys are touring a lot, aren't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, I love doing it. It's super fun. That's cool. Uh, 
Who did you who who gave you lessons first? Um, a girl down in uh Weatherford, Texas. Her name uh-huh. is Caitlin Bennett. Uh-huh. Uh she does fiddle, piano, I think ukulele, and she taught me the basics of guitar. Uh, before I played guitar, uh, since my hands are small, my parents got me fiddle lessons so oh, I could cool. learn a couple things that would translate to guitar. Uh-huh. Um, so she taught me fiddle. And uh, when I was ready to play guitar, she taught me the basics of guitar. Very cool. That's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so so you pretty much already had an idea of what to do when you got your first guitar. Not really. Not really? Yeah, because fiddle and guitars tuned different in that time. Right. I couldn't transpose things as well, but it did help me. That's cool. I had, you know, I, I was wondering, do you, I mean, I know that you understand you know, the scale and all that. Do you read music? Uh, I know the Nashville number system. Oh, oh, cool. If I really need to read music, I think I could remember, but usually I'll just play by ear. Well, you're just a jammer, so you don't really need to, you know. I mean, you know, last night I couldn't believe how well you were, you know, jamming on stuff that you'd never heard before. And so you've got a really good ear. And that, well, thank you. That is all you really need. You know what I mean? Yes. So uh, you've been you've gotten to share the stage with a whole lot of cool people. Yeah, I've Tell got me. I've been fortunate fortunate enough to share the stage with a lot of really uh, really great musicians that I look up to, like uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard. That was pretty cool. I played a song, I Want to Rock and Roll, with him. And then uh, uh, the first people I ever played, uh, ever really got me up to play with them uh, was Jason Eady and Courtney Patton and Wade Bowen. Nice. Uh, and I, I understand you played with Hayes Carl, too. Yes, that yeah. was amazing. Was that a lot of fun? It was. Hayes is a cool guy, isn't he? He is. No doubt about He's it. He's really nice. He is very nice. Well, you know, it's so great that, you know, people are, you know, recognizing your talent and bringing you on stage. And, and still no nervousness when you get up on a big stage in front of 5,000 people. Or, no. No. That's fantastic. No, it's just fun. It's just I'm, fun. I'm not sure why you have to be scared of something that you love. There you go. Exactly right. No doubt about it. It's uh, and and you uh, actually identify yourself as a songwriter first, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. D- I do because I I love songwriters and my mom always listened to songwriters, so I um that's just what I always listen to. Uh huh. Uh, then I started going out and finding different songwriters. Um, through Spotify, they have like a related artist. Uh huh. You go listen to an artist and then you scroll down. And there's a related artist, and that helped me a lot, actually. Cool, cool. Who are some of your favorite songwriters? Uh, Towns Van Zandt is a good one. Sure uh, is. Guy Clark. Yeah, and that's, there's some, uh, there's a lot of great songs. Rodney Corral's a good one. He is. Uh, Willie Nelson. Yep, yep. Chris Christopherson. 
you're, oh, you're listening to all the good ones, no doubt about it. That's fantastic. And, uh, uh, you know, you've written a bunch of songs. You put out an EP last year called Revival. Yes. Um, and it's, what, six or seven songs on there, something like uh, that? Four songs. Four? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't that many, but it was fun to make. That's cool. Um, uh, you, hey, uh, the songs that you write are, uh, you know, really um, very mature. Um, I've heard, you know, a couple of your songs, and they're really well written. And do you do you um, write, uh, you know, from inspiration, or is it more of a craft? Uh, usually I'll write from inspiration. No. Uh, usually I'll just lock myself in my room and listen to Towns Van Zandt, really. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, how about your lyrics? Uh, you know, what what gives you the idea for, is it like, do you get an, a, like one little phrase that you write the lyrics around, or you just... Usually I'll get the title first. I'm not sure why, but I do. That's cool. Either the title, the first line, nice. either one, well, or the uh, first line of the chorus, Right. which uh -huh. is usually the title. Cool. So. Well, uh, Mom is here, and Mom, yes. how is it, um, you know, having such a, uh, you know, a... a disarmingly good 11-year-old and you're uh, touring him around the country. It's a lot of fun. It's, uh, you know, it's our normal right now. Um, like if he played Little League or soccer or like this is, this is the thing that he loves to do and this is what we do. Uh, but it's a lot of fun and that's kind of our, our philosophy on it for Jack is that it has to be fun. And he has to stay a nice kid. And as long as those two things happen, we'll do anything we can to, to let him go do the thing that, that he loves. And so that's, that's kind of how we're approaching it right now is that that's, that's what it needs to be for him and, and for us too. Here's a, here's a question. Um, the, uh, do you have any trouble, you know, kind of keeping him from the seedy side of the music business? Well, I I know that there is a seedy side. We uh, do our best to protect him from any of that that we can. Uh, the local music community in Fort Worth that he's a part of is remarkably welcoming and open and very much a family. And they have taken Jack under their wing and have protected him as well. And it's a lot harder for those type of elements to get in when he's so nestled by these other musicians who have, and not just the musicians, venue owners, bands of music, that it's a, a very tight-knit community while also being welcoming. And they, they take care of Jack just as much as we do. And that's really inspiring and, it's, it, and comforting. As a parent, um, and as we've branched out and Jack is playing more and more places, we find it's not singular to, to Fort Worth, although it's our home one and we love that, but the music community as a whole is very welcoming and very protective yeah. of someone who just loves the music, purely, innocently loves the music, and they want to protect that as much as they can as well. And so we really have a whole a whole team that 
that is the music community that helps us let Jack explore music in a safe way. That's fantastic. I know. I do know that the music community is very protective of of young musicians that are just in love with the music. Um, yes. I know. Um, there, there's a guy who's. I think he's 16 now, but when he first kind of came on the festival scene, um, I think he was 13, and his name is Brandon Taz Niederauer, and he plays the electric guitar, And but, I mean, he's like Jimi Hendrix. Right. The guy is crazy good. And he would sit in with, you know, like, half of the bands at a festival, and everyone, bands, the bands, the festival people running it were uber protective of yes him, you know? i mean just you know and he's he's out there touring big stages and arenas right. at this point so but uh okay when was the first time that you kind of your jaw kind of went like this and like i can't believe he's so good because you guys are not musicians. Right? We are not musical at all. We love music, and we always went to live music and listened to music. And that was really Jack's always loved music, and we would I would drive him to preschool, and he would have a playlist that he wanted me to play, and he'd say, "Play, I Walk the Line" by Johnny Cash, and "All Along the Watchtower" by Jimi Hendrix, and "Pinball Wizard" by The Who, and and then we would he would listen to the words, and then he'd say, "Well." Now, did they write this? And, okay, well, that's a Bob Dylan song. How did Jimi Hendrix find this Bob Dylan song? And, like, who were they friends with? Who did they hang out with? And he was fascinated by the story behind the music as much as the music itself, which for me was a lot of fun. And so we kind of explored it that way before he was really playing it. But uh, the first time he played in front of people, um, Lukenbach, Texas, which is – a mystical, magical place in Texas out under the big oak trees where people come and and play. And Waylon and Willie played a song about it. And um, we were just there on family vacation. But Jack had started playing music, playing a song, that he had learned a song that was not just chords. He had listened to Johnny Cash and had learned it. And so... We were just going to buy a t-shirt at Lukenbach, and he got his guitar out to take a picture in front of the Lukenbach sign, and a staff member walked by and said, hey, are you going to sit in on the picker circle? And Jack said, well, I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> and so he sat in on that picker circle with a bunch of musicians that were the local musicians in the area who gig on a regular basis, and as the music community has done since then, they welcomed him in. One guy was sitting across from him and asked if Jack, he wanted Jack to tune his guitar real quick, and he tuned Jack's guitar up for him. And uh, when Jack's turn in the circle came around, he played the Johnny Cash song that he knew <laughs> for everyone. And and I saw that I saw it in his eyes, like as he finished that song, and people played in as they do in picker circles and played you know different musical riffs in it and that he recognized his people and so that was and then and then we're trying to get him out of the circle because we thought that was the only song that he knew and jack waved us off and did a song that he had written that we didn't even know he had written (laughs) 
Yes. And so that was, I remember that pretty vividly as we were walking back to the hotel room and Jack was running up in front of us down the hotel hall, looking at Brent and saying, did that really just, did he just do that? Did that, because, yes, yes. And as much as it's his ability to do that, it's his comfort with it that was instinctive um, that, that continues to surprise me every time uh, uh, you know just wa- watching him is is uh, it's just a stunning and exciting experience uh, you know it, it makes my heart just go pity pat <laughs> uh, the last time I met an 11 year old guitar player that was uh, you know kind of a prodigious and wonderful guitar player was Derek Trucks and you know and he was playing a local um, bar and uh, which usually had a midnight start time <laughs> but for Derek they opened the doors early and he started at eight o'clock right I'll tell you what hey, you know he's out there he's doing great now right um, and uh, married to a great guitar player and you know he had the same kind of you know family and all yes. that kind of thing around him and he's turned out incredibly. He's such a cool guy. That's awesome. And, and, and you know, and uh, what's cool about you, Jack, is that uh, you know the thing about Derek was when he was eleven, he wouldn't talk to anybody. He was real shy. He'd get up on stage and tear it up, but he didn't want to talk to anyone. He still doesn't want to talk to anyone. But you are so um, articulate. Uh, you know, you just, you have fun talking. I do. Even to me. <laughs> uh, well, but, but you, I mean, you, uh, this, it's part of what you are. And this, that's gonna, that's gonna really work for you in the future, for sure. Uh, thank you. No doubt about it. And you know, I think our listeners would love to hear one of your originals. Sure. Well, this is Jack Barksdale, and here's an original. Which one are you going to do? So I'm going to play a song I wrote about two years ago, maybe. It's called Widow of the Wind. There's a woman I know Every day she visits a gravestone She cries until her eyes turn red She was once your wife Now she's the widow of the wind She hasn't slept in that bed Where you Troubled and decided the best thing to do was to lay down your head.
with the widow of the wind The smile is only a dream She so badly wants to put herself to sleep But she would never cause she knows how it feels To have a friend that's only a flower in the So, uh, what's the most recent song you've written? Most recent? Um, that would probably be a song uh, called Come to Me. Yeah? Can yeah. you play it for us? Sure. So, I wrote this about two weeks ago. I'm not sure why, I just felt like writing something. <laughs> and then this line popped in my head. I decided to write a song. Cool. 
So yeah, it's called Come to Me. Let me get a pick real fast. Understand that you play a whole bunch of instruments. Uh, yes, I love to learn everything that I can. It's fun. It's super fun to do. No doubt about it. And yeah. I've seen you play some really mean slide. When I was really 
uh, when you got to jam with David Jacobs Strain, boy, that was cool. Yes. Uh, did you, uh, you know, how, um, uh, you know, when did you start picking up the slide? Well, um, I'd say about two years ago. About. Yeah. Uh, a local songwriter around Texas, his name is Buck Buffalo. I have to say his name slowly. <laughs> Don't want to mess it up. Uh, I had a show with him at a festival, and he broke out into a song. It was his last song, and he broke out into a song called Ain't You Got No Moonshine, and it had uh, some really cool slide on it. And I had never seen anyone play slide before, because most of my friends played Red Dirt. Uh, there's not a lot of slide in Red Dirt, so I was super... I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to learn that. And uh, he told me a little bit about it. And then a friend of mine gave me, um, he's a pedal steel player. So he gave me a lap steel slide. Cool. One of those bars. Uh-huh. And I put my guitar on my lap and I tuned, I played an E chord. And then I tuned all my strings to make an E chord. Uh-huh. And I put it in my lap and uh, got Buck to send me the lyrics to his song. And I started playing the song. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, w I would love to hear you play a, a something on with a slide. <laughs> play a song I wrote called I Haven't Had the Blues Yet. That sounds Because your first song, first blues song, might as well be true. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mom, how, you know, are you anyway, do you want, you know, kind of um, watch him write songs or uh, have any input? Or? No, we, we have no real input on that at all. That's that's his creative process, the way that he, what triggers and in, inspires like those things to, and I have, his dad and I have no musical ability at all. So the music part, we, but we're avid listeners. And so we'll do things like that where he'll play something for us. I'm like, well, that's really cool. But, and I know you did some really cool guitar thing there, like in minute five, but like, as a listener, I didn't know what you did, and I just wanted to clap for you. So maybe you, like, cut out that last five-minute guitar solo, <laughs> like, cut it back to, like, a minute, and things like that, where where maybe he benefits a little bit from just having listeners, right. that we've always been very avid listeners. and But as far as the writing process, no, that, that's him. Now, Jack and I love to talk about lyrics, and that's something that we've always... I was an English major in college, and I love words and books and songwriters, and um, so we've always enjoyed just talking about even something like, oh, doesn't this word sound really cool? Uh -huh. Like the way that the, the, the sounds all go together, or um, isn't this a really cool sentence, and things like that. Uh -huh. But as far as the actual songwriting, that's all Jack. It's, it, it's astounding, no doubt about it. Well, Jack, you got your guitar all tuned? I do. Let's rock and roll. Mm -hmm. 
So, this is I Haven't Had the Blues Yet. She wishes she had
Yeah, nice. That's a pretty tricky move there when you went overhand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, nice. It's kind of fun to do that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes yeah. when I'm playing lead for people, I'll, in the middle of the song, put the guitar in my lap and play it um, like I first learned in my lap. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, way cool, no doubt. And, and folks, you can... You can check out uh, Jack at his uh, website, jackbarksdale.com. I bet you got the CDs for sale in there, huh? Uh, yeah, I do. A whole bunch of merch, like T-shirts, CDs. Excellent. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. You know, I'm just thrilled to have you in the record shop here. Jack, uh, thank you so much for coming in. Yes. I, I have Thank a, you for having me. I'm I'm proud to have you, and you know what? I think you got a really fun future ahead of you, no doubt about it. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Thanks for bringing them in. Thanks uh, for having us. Uh, thank you for nurturing this very special talent, no doubt about it. And We're having fun too. It's absolutely. a lot of fun. Well, folks, that ends this episode of Wild Man Steve's record shop tune in next time for more thrills galore in june of 2019 jack released a live album recorded at famed nile city sound in fort worth texas here's a cut from it titled nile city blues <laughs> such a great job having a blast and nurturing such a great talent and uh, for bringing uh, jack into the record shop check out jack's tour schedule and purchase his cd 
from his website, jackbarksdale.com. Next week, Wildman Steve's Record Shop hosts Grayson Caps, a singer-songwriter from Fairhope, Alabama, by way of New Orleans, who, in addition to being highly acclaimed for his solo work, is part of the supergroup Willie Sugar Caps. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss a minute.